Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is so good all the time. All the time, God is good. God is so good. Hallelujah. You know, um, this world is filled with evil and wicked people. And I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were talking about... uh, you know, some people, um, they're just, they're just terrible, terrible people. And they start putting out, uh, pointing out, um, the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world, the Hitlers, the Stalins, the Lenins, um, the, 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 the leaders of the world who, who, uh, execute people and have people executed, put into, to internment camps, um, the um, even here in the United States, politicians who seem to have trails and trails of, of dead bodies behind them in their wake of, of their rise to power. Um, and they were just saying how these were just, you know, evil people, and, and they were alluding to the fact that they were justified in their contempt and their hate of that person. You know, and and I disagree with them. In fact, the Word of God disagrees with them. But so often we'll point to these extreme um, situations and try to use that application in our own day-to-day life as a justification to be angry and hateful of people around us when those aren't the kind of people we deal with. Um, they're not the people who are in our immediate path of our life we deal with the the liars the thieves the uh um the deceivers the manipulators the bullies these are the people in our direct path in life the abusers of their power the the ones who uh the the are just morally corrupt. We deal with those in our in our day to day life, in our in our in our path, our circle of life. And yet, no matter how ugly a person is, no matter how detestable a person is, no matter how blackened their heart is, for the Christ follower, it comes back to this very fact all men were created in the image of God that means there is something of God in every man woman and child no matter how black their heart appears to be the second thing we know is a is a follower of Christ is that Christ died for all men, all people, to be redeemed. It doesn't make them redeemed, but it puts redemption on the table of every man, woman, and child. It's there, it's free. There's nothing they have to do for it other than accept it and embrace it. 
That's the stage in which we need to look at the world around us when we, when we interact and deal with these people who appear to be our enemy, who appear to be uh, the hateful, the, the deceiver, the morally corrupt, the bankrupt of the world, those with the black hearts. That's the lens in which we need to look at them. One, they're created in the image of God, no matter how they are behaving in this moment, no matter what they have done in the past, what they're in the middle of doing, or what they're even planning to do, they were created in the image of God. And because of that, even though they are a corrupt individual, corrupted uh, not in and of themselves, but by the sinfulness of this world, they're under, they're under sin, they're under the authority of the prince of this world, the enemy of our soul, the enemy of our God. They're in bondage and captivity, even when they appear to be willing to live this way. You see, the key to, the de- to deception is this. <clears throat> the deceived person does not know they are deceived. They fully believe what they are doing is right. So we as Christ followers have to look at the world around us and see that first they are created in the image of God, therefore there's something in them that belongs to God that is that is that is God-like, something that is redeemable and the second thing we have to understand is that christ died for everyone that person no matter how black or or corrupt they appear to be in their inside uh, no matter how corrupted and and dark their their life appears to be their way of thinking seems to be uh, the words that they used no matter how abrasive or coarse they are Jesus died for them that they could be restored to God because God saw value in them. This is how we as Christ followers must look. It's not a recommended, this is how I would really kind of like you to look at the world around you. No, this is how we are commanded to look at people. We no longer look at people through the eyes of humanist, humanism or, or human-defined morality. We are all corrupt, each and every one of us. And one thing I have learned and something I've, I've read through in Scripture, one thing I've learned in my, <clears throat> my life here on earth, is that the hearts of men, no matter how good they may pretend to be or try to be, are capable, every heart of every man is capable of the most foul and wicked of things given the right set of circumstances in life. I hear people all the time saying, I could never do that. I can't understand how anybody could do that. 
I agree, there's some very foul and wicked things that have been done. They're horrible things, things that are revolting to turn our stomachs, that, that make us want to run away. But the capacity of any man or woman or child, that capacity is in them. Because that, that root of that evil, of that wickedness, is not some uh, genetic marker in the DNA strain that we can just knock out and never have to have that again. It is sin. It is sin. And there's only one thing that knocks out sin, and that's the blood of Christ. Our place as believers is to see the value that's in the person sitting across from us and to speak life into that value. Now, that doesn't mean we condone, approve, or support the choices the person is making in life. This doesn't mean that we endorse their lifestyle. This this doesn't mean that we say, oh, it's okay that you did this wicked and evil thing. This doesn't mean that we say, oh, well, don't worry about it. I know the law says that's wrong, but I want you to know that Jesus loves you and it's okay that you do that. That's not what it means. But what it means is that we can call evil evil, but not the person evil because the person themselves, the essence of that person, there is something that is that God has deemed valuable in that person. They were created in the image of God, with purpose by God, for God. They have a place in God's kingdom. They have, in fact, so much so that Jesus died on a cross that that person can be saved. If you followed 12 Minutes with Mickey, you've heard me teach in the past. If you've been... Um, at uh, uh, um, in a couple a couple churches, I've been blessed to speak at over the years. You've heard uh, my teaching on what sin is too much. This falls right in line with that. No person is beyond redemption, and you, as a Christ follower, as a believer, one of the redeemed, one of the elect, have a responsibility, an obligation, a directive, a command to see the treasure that that person is and speak life into that. You are not speaking an endorsement into their lifestyle. You are not speaking uh, uh, permission or consent into their conduct. But you are seeing what is good and pure and holy and a treasure inside that person. And you are calling it out. You are saying, what you are doing is wrong, but I want you to know this. God loves you. Even though you are making these choices in life, even though you are living like this, God loves you. Jesus died that you could be restored to him. We cannot fix a person. But when that person drinks 
the drink of salvation. God will redeem that person, transform that person. It will be a new person that stands before you. No man, no woman, no child, regardless of what they have done, are doing, or intend to do, is beyond the reach of God's salvation. This is who we are, brothers and sisters. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.